Now, we as Christians, we need to be loving and, and not condemning of people who um, are sinning in, in any way. You know, we, we need to love them. It also doesn't mean that we, to sort of stop ourselves from maybe identifying with them, doesn't mean that we avoid contact with anyone, with any homosexuals. Though we are meant to love them. And as the verse says, you see what about, as the verse talks about the great love that the Father has lavished upon us, then we should also show them. Another one we're talking about, obviously, is gossiping. Gossiping or backstabbing or speaking badly against someone, whatever you want to call it. I hope you all understand what sort of what gossiping is. I assume you do. And how it can also affect others. Gossiping is definitely not as public as homosexuality at the moment. And it's definitely not as, I guess, looked looked on as a as a bad thing but it can almost affect people you know just as bad or even worse gossiping you know, it can tear friendships apart and even families and yet sadly i know a fair few people who would continue in gossip and and still identify themselves as a follower of god and yet they would gossip it says in verse 6 that no one who lives in him keeps on sinning. And no one who continues to sin has either seen him or known him. But John isn't saying here that if, if you sin, you don't know Jesus. He's saying here that if you sin, you don't know Jesus. But points out that your identity is characterized by your sin if you continue to sin. And to be honest, if you're continuing to sin or if you're continuing to sin in a certain way, how could, how could you possibly know Jesus as, as our Savior? He almost compels us not to sin because of his love. Now, so that's sort of sinful identity. Now, on the other hand, we have righteous identity. So the letter is obviously written to Christians as he goes, Now, dear children... As we can see in in verse 28, he follows on by saying, continue in him, continue in Jesus, continue in God. Some of the other translations say, uh, remain in fellowship with Christ, abide in him, live in Christ or live in him. I personally like the the NLT translation that puts it as remain in fellowship with Christ. Having our identity a righteous identity. It's a relationship with Jesus that shapes who we are and how we live out our lives. We find in the passage, passage that John speaks about, being children of God, he mentions it five times. And in the letter, he talks about it 13 times. It's this identity as a child of God. So what's it actually mean? What's it, what's it really truly mean to be a child of God? to be children of God. It's that fellowship that John talks about. About being confident, being able to be confident and unashamed before Jesus when he comes back. Having that strong belief 
the full assurance and not in not embarrassed of Jesus because we are his child it's that love of God that is displayed through us you know being righteous acting in a moral way as a child of God we will do what is right you're compelled because of the love that God showed us we should be compelled to do what is right because he's purified us from all unrighteousness will we sin yes we will sin at times we all fall but we are not characterized by sin we are characterized by righteousness by Jesus so what are some of the practical applications we can sort of get out of this out of the verse out of this verse so that you leave here with something to do this week We need to love people no matter the person. You know, love the person sitting next to you. Whether you're at work and you're sitting next to, next to them, love them. Find ways to love them. Engage in conversation with them. Don't just sort of go into work in, in, in your zone and do your work. You know, this love should be overflowing. You know, whether you're at school as well. That love should be overflowing. And whether you're going to uni as well, talk to people. Show them that love. Do a random act of kindness. Something like that. As a child of God, we need to be seeking and understanding the Bible. Um, If you've been struggling a little with your Bible lately, maybe, get back in the habit of reading it and understanding it. Highlighting writing down things you don't understand and asking somebody. And we just need to be just need to be telling others about the love of Jesus. It's devoting your life to him. You know, maybe you're sitting to someone on the bus and you can just chat to them. That's an hour bus drive from here to the city. That's a long time to have a have a conversation with somebody. So you should be asking yourself, where is your identity? It's a good reminder to sort out where your identity is, whether it's in sin or in righteousness, and to live for love. Dear God, I just thank you for Jesus, Lord. I thank you for the love that you displayed on the cross. Lord, I ask that you would just help us to display that love Help us to have an identity as a child of God and to live for you. Lord, I just thank you that we can be so privileged to have this love. Lord, help us to confess our sins. Help us to reconnect to you and to live for you. Amen. Thank you, Daniel. Please join with us as we sing our final song, and then at the end we can come together for. Um
coffee and hot chocolates at the back as well.
we be ready when you come. May we be standing in your righteousness, Lord, and may we be identifying with it daily this week and throughout the rest of our lives too. Please be with each one of us as we go out and um, have, go about our daily business, Lord. We'll um, be part of everyone's lives and we'll remember to read our Bibles and connect with daily and connect with those around us and just share your love and let it overflow to the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please take your pens to the back and leave them on the, um, on the notice board at the end as well. <laughs>